Good morning, good morning. How's everybody? <laughs> One day, hallelujah. But we are so excited that everyone is here today and, and coming out to, to worship together. Uh, a couple of things as we get started. If you're, if you're here in the building today, we'd love you to do this for, for anyone uh, to, to let us know that you're connecting. Uh, and so you can text CONNECT to 352-441-3016. If you're a brand new guest today, if this is your first time here, text to that same number, GUEST. Let us know that you're here, uh, and we, we're going to send you back a message uh, just to just welcome you, welcoming you. We're so thankful you're here. Uh, we're excited that you're here. And if you're visiting online, you'll notice he says the word awesome a lot. He says awesome. And so... So he just believes in the word awesome. And so I'm going to say awesome because it's awesome, right? <laughs> so we're going to get ready. Awesome. Oh, he totally, he totally like, he, my cousin jumped in and I was like, what was that? Is that God? God is singing everything is awesome. Lego movie. The second one's coming out soon, I think. So amen. All right. So I hope you came with, now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. If you are believing today for something unseen, I want you to get an expectation as you stand up and you get ready to worship God this morning. Amen? Amen.
God, I thank you. And I know everybody in this room in their own way thanks you so much, Father, for the fact that even though there may be chaos and the craziness that we have in this world sometimes, God, that we can hold on to such a supernatural hope and a supernatural. And today, Lord, if anyone has walked in with walls, with barriers, with anything, God, we claim authority over that this morning to, to have walls broken, Father, to where we can completely concentrate our hearts and our minds on you, Lord to say, Spirit, lead me. Spirit, lead us where our faith is without borders. Lead us, God. Even as we stand here today, Father, thank you. Thank you, Jesus.
join with all saints all over the earth, lifting and praying. All the earth, we will shout your praise. There has just been such a sweet spirit of worship. And thank you guys for that because it's not about this. It's about this. And it's about that. We came here to worship our King of Kings. In this atmosphere, thank you, Lord, that hope is restored. Hope is restored. Anybody came this morning and walks in, their hope has been disturbed. <laughs> Father, thank you. Thank you for your great love. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We do continue in this atmosphere of just worship, ministering to hearts this morning. Thank you, Lord, that everybody who walked in this building is a divine appointment with you. No matter what motives we had for coming, Lord, we just abandon those right now and continue to keep our eyes set on you to hear what you have to say to us, to me. Lord, that hearts and lives will not be the same because your eternal word will changes us. We'll live different today. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 At Lake Haven here, we, we exist. We exist that all people everywhere would intimately know and experience God and his unconditional love. Intimately know that. IV translation from Philippians 1. Oh, by the way, I do want to say this. No, let me say this after that. First, let me say this. Philippians 1, 3 says, I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you. This is how I feel. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I pray, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the very first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I know we've often heard that, that second part of that verse, but 
confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will be faithful or will, will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus and complete that work in, in us. And, and before we take up the offering, I do want to say this. As you know, this is our practice at Lake Haven. When we have a guest speaker, um, we will receive a love offering uh, for Pastor Greg Moore, and, um, and that will be at the end of the service. Um, but if you came prepared for only one offering, please do keep it for Pastor Greg Moore because we absolutely want to, to support this man and his ministry and his family and uh, uh, Greg and Janice and we'll, we'll, we'll speak a little bit about them in a moment but, but we will receive that offering at the end of this service for them. So um, Ushers, won't you go ahead and, and receive that offering? I'm just going uh, to say this. Well, I've already said that I appreciate you so I'm not going to pray for that offering right now because I believe it's done. Um, I want to... I, I feel, man, because um, I am I'm married to um, Corinne's holding up. The, there's the, I think it was the one closest to you, man. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we have two envelopes there, so. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I consider myself a wealthy man simply because Corin is, you know, I'm very blessed with my wife, Corin. She has been an incredible help me to me and my children and, and, you know, and I know she is to you too. And there's been a number of times we've been on the phone call. He's just poured into us. And Pastor Greg, we just want to say thank you. It really is a great, great, great honor to have you to be with us. And, and, and Janice, to get to know you a little bit too has been, has been wonderful. I know your son, Michael, is here. Michael Moore, the real one. But, uh, um, is, is with us today, but, but it's, it's a great, great privilege. And Pastor Greg, um, as, as we have mentioned, he is director of, of Karis uh, Bible College in, in Woodland Park, and I think of all of the Karises, and, and, and he is uh, just a rich man. He's pastored for many years in Decatur, Texas, and, and as an experienced pastor, he has, he has a lot of practical, practical wisdom, and you are going to be blessed. And I want to mention about tonight, too, there is a six o'clock service. We don't typically have these, but we want to, we want to, Pastor Greg, thank you again. Won't you come? up and and just have your way with, with us please feel at home it's great to have you here sir amen well let's uh, welcome jesus he's the he's the the real star um how many of you glad to be here today uh you'd rather be here than the best hospital in town the best jail in town um it's it's great to uh, to be here at Lake Haven Church, and I you know I want to uh, communicate with you. You know, a lot of times uh, guest speakers, you know, they're the the experts or the people from afar, you know, outside of town. But uh, you know, Lake Haven Church uh, pastors who are just next to none, and amen. And. And I want to. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not patronizing anybody's flesh. I just want to want you to know that He's given you the best, and and I want to encourage you. Uh, don't take the gifts that God's given you for granted. Amen. Amen. Uh, be be thankful for them. Uh, love them. Pray for them. Be a blessing and encouragement to them. Them here. They're called here, um, and uh, there there's there's someone here who hasn't yet uh, trusted the Lord all in, you know, we sang that song today by Oceans and how, you know, we're, that we're trust without borders and, and uh, there's someone here that the Lord's just, you know, uh, been trying to draw into connection here in the body uh, by his spirit, not by any uh, 
I have <clears throat> written my, my latest book is called Flowing in the Supernatural. Uh, Andrew Womack uh, wrote the introduction, Marilyn Hickey uh, wrote the foreword. I mean, just reading the endorsements will bless you. Uh, it's, it's true. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's like, man, I read the endorsements. I think, thinking, man, I need to read my book again, you know. Um, but, but the premise of, of, this, of this book is that all, we all have flesh, and we all start in the flesh, but the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1, he doesn't want us to be ignorant about spiritual gifts and spiritual things. And, and then he spends three chapters de-ignorantizing us. And, and, uh, my, my word. <laughs> but he informing us. And, 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 and uh, the Corinthian church came behind in no good gift. But the church today, by and large, is in the mud and put on his eyes. It wasn't the ministry of the word that got him free. It was the living word yielding to the Spirit, moving in the gifts of the Spirit, and then after they got free, they, they, get, they get filled with the word. Listen, guys, how many, of you, how many of you know we have the ministry of Jesus? Okay, then we've got, to, we've got to flow in the supernatural ourselves. We're not exempt from that. But then because you have a few weird people, my, my ministry wasn't just in words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and power. And, and uh, anyway, we're going to talk about that tonight. And, uh, and you can get this book in the back. We have, we have a few left. And I'll, si I'll sign copies. Of, they'll be worth 50 bucks then, tonight after the service. I want to I give, give this to Warren and Letty. Okay? All right? Bless you guys. All right. So open your Bibles wherever you'd like. If you want to be with me, I'm going to be in 1 John chapter 5. Okay, thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for a demonstration of your spirit and power. Thank you for changing lives today in Jesus' name. Amen? Okay, before I do that, let me tell you, tell you funny. Is that okay? So this guy died. And he went to heaven, stood before St. Peter. Peter said, why should I let you into heaven? He said, well, when I was a young boy, I accepted Jesus as my Savior. And I believe in the shed blood of the Lamb is the only means of salvation. And uh, I, Jesus is my Lord. He said, man, good answer. Come on in. And he said, now we're going to pass of our salvation, but 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 we there should be works uh, as from faith as the, as the fruit of our salvation. And when I get to heaven, I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I don't want to hear, well. <laughs> so anyway, he said, he said, have you ever done anything of any notable mention? He said, well, one time I was driving through the Black Hills of South Dakota, and I came upon this group of bikers in, a, in this road park, and they, were, they surrounded this young woman and wouldn't let her go. So I pulled over and told them to let her go and back off, and, and they, wouldn't, they wouldn't do it. So he said, I went up to the biggest and most heavily tapped. In verse 4, for what, whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, uh, our faith. And so how many of you are born of God? Okay. Uh, 
you have the capacity to overcome the world. You have the capacity to overcome whatever it is that opposes you or opposes the will of God for your life, opposes the plan of God for your life. And the means of our victory, though, over the world is our faith. It's our trust in the invisible God and the power of his word that that's greater than, and, and what's going on inside of us is greater than what's going on around us. Yeah. He's already given us everything we need for, for life and godliness at the finished work of the cross, but just because he's provided it is no sign it's automatic. Are you hearing me? And so faith is our victory. It's our faith in God. And, you know, you, he's already provided salvation for everyone, right? But, but everyone isn't saved automatically. You have, to, you have to hear the gospel and believe it. And so, so is every, as we have received Christ Jesus the Lord, you know, so we, we walk in him. Um, how did you receive him? By grace, through faith. And so, so we, we receive the Lord, but we have, to, we have to believe then that, and then whatever is opposing that in the natural, uh, we have to stand our ground until it manifests. Are you hearing me? So faith, faith is your victory. Does anybody here have a promise or a word from God about a particular area of your life that hasn't happened yet? Anybody? Are you believe, how many of you believe in God? How many of you are believers and not doubters? What are you believing for? What, what have you received from the Lord? See, faith is your victory, guys. Are you hearing me? Uh, God, by his grace, provides it. Then our responsibility is to simply, is to simply believe. John 3.27 says, A man can receive nothing unless it's been given to him from our faith. Um, Matthew 7, verse 7, says, Ask, and it'll be given you. Seek, and you'll find. Knock, and it'll be opened to you. And the Lord interpreted that to me, translated it to me. Ask God for what you're sure about, what, what you're sure God's grace is in heaven has provided. Seek God about what you're not sure about, right? And then knock, just be persistent for and my assignment with you this morning is simply this, that God, there's more on the menu that he has for you and me and for Lake Haven Church. And this is a year and a season of increase for you individually and for this church corporately. This is a time of increase. This is a time for, for God to expand your vision and to fulfill the promise of God but you and I have got to believe for it, guys. There we go. Amen. And too many times we shirk back and we, and we don't step into fully because all that God has for us because, you know, we don't want other people to think that we're more, you know, or, or you've seen somebody that was confessing and believing for things and, and, it, and it was obviously not God. I mean, I had a guy in my church. There's nobody like that here, but... In Texas, okay. And so this guy came to me and, and he said, Pastor Greg, I want you to agree with me. My family and I need a new car. And I said, well, I knew he needed a new car. He had, he had, a, had a wife, 11-year-old son. For a brand new, cherry apple red Corvette. I pulled my hand. I said, 
What? Now, how many is that Corvette? Are they making them bigger now? How many is that Corvette? How many is that Corvette hold? Two. I said, "Are you going to put you going to put the baby in the trunk?" And he got mad and left the church. And so I know there are situations like that because I experienced that. But just because people do it wrong doesn't mean we should shirk back and not believe fully for everything that the Lord has, has assigned to us. Amen? And we need to ask largely, once we determine that we know what heaven is assigned for us, we need to believe God for that. If you have children that you maybe you haven't set aside a college fund, but they're they're getting ready, to, they're they're going to be going to college soon. You can ask God for that without them having to use two, student loan, bigger house, or maybe maybe you've got a two bedroom home and you've got three children. And you may, I mean, there's nothing wrong for going to God. What what has your grace assigned to me? And then you believing for that and asking God for that. And God sent me here to tell you a word from heaven for you individually in this church corporately that he's got more for you than what you're believing him for. In verse 6, Hebrews 11 and verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek the reward. Is that what it says? He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek whatever God's given you from his hand. No, what does he say to, who does he say to diligently seek? See, I'm, well, I'm not seeking the reward. I'm not seeking God's hand. I'm seeking him. And there are things he wants to do for me that I must believe for because, it, because as he blesses me and inc uh, increases my influence, I'm able to touch other people and bless other people. It's not, it's not just about me, but, but I still have to choose to believe even in, in, the, in the face of what other people think. Who gives a rip what other people think about you? If you really knew how little they thought about you, you wouldn't worry about it. I mean, who are they thinking about? They're thinking about themselves, amen? But, but look, guys, faith pleases God. It pleases God for you to believe him, and God chose to be available to man by faith instead of sight. That's the way he set it up. He chose to be invisible and by, so that by faith, God is within everyone's reach. And that's faith is the way the kingdom of God operates. And he that comes to God has to believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those before they see him. They, they seek him. Jesus is Lord, Romans 10, 9 and 10, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Do you believe that? How many of you believe that? You didn't get you can't get saved with that. But, so you believe that. So you're telling me you believe God raises dead people. That's what you're telling me. Right? And you believe that. 
And how, and how, many, of you continue, how many of you continue to believe that? Okay? And how many of you with, along with that believe that when you people, <laughs> Pastor Shannon and Karen, you guys are nuts. You, you're a, your eternal existence is staked on that. You're believing in an event that happened that you didn't see in a place you've gone, you're going, you've never been in a book that your name's written in, and yet you still believe? How long are you going to believe that? Okay, and so give me an ignorant faith break, please. You ought to go on YouTube and watch him. He's awesome. Anyway, he said, you know, what do you do with, we're believers, right? What do you do with doubts? I doubt your doubt. Listen, guys, you started in the kingdom believing God raises dead people. And, and you haven't stopped believing that yet. And listen, I mean, I'm, I, he, he's going to do the easy, he's, the temporal blessings are no problem. The problem is, is we start believing and then it takes a long time or whatever. And here's the thing, I want to tell you this and I'm going to move, I'm going to move on. You cannot receive from God with your eyes on the, on the calendar or the clock. And that's what happens. We give up. We get our eyes on the calendar and the clock, and you can't receive from the Lord. And, uh, but if I, and he was there that morning, and, and I, had, I had zero expectation to receive anything from the Lord that day because I heard him. I don't know, 15, 20 times, and if I ever, I, I laughed, I got encouraged, but if I ever heard any revelation, I don't remember it. And so, you know, I, I have zero expectation, but, all, but God rang my bell that day, and I'm hoping to do the same, the Lord do the same with you. Because he started to talk about a desire that God put in his heart to help his daughter uh, pay off her house and get a new car. And it was like all of a sudden, it was like the, uh, uh, something like a screen just rolled in front of me. And all of these things, I saw, Pastor Shannon, that, that God, by His grace, had revealed to me that He wanted me to believe Him for. And, and because... It was beyond, I, I made a good salary, had, I had no, we, our needs were met, but it, because it was beyond the realm and the scope of what my natural financial uh, increase was, I'd stopped believing him. I wanted my wife to have a new car paid for, being a, a bomb. I mean, it was like the guy there in Houston. I mean, seriously, my, my granddaughter would say, Mom, drop me off about a block away from school because she was embarrassed. And, and, uh, and I, I had it in my heart to help Barry Bennett and, and Wendell Parr uh, publish their first books. I had it in my heart to finish a book, that my book, which is back there, A Prosperous Soul. I, I had it in there were a number of things like that that were beyond my ability in the natural. And I, and I had to admit, I, Lord, forgive me. Because I'd, I'd let myself slip into faith mediocrity. And I, and I didn't hear anything else Jesse Duplantis had to say because the Holy Spirit 
was speaking to me, and he was saying, I put that in your I put these things in your heart. I want you to believe me. I want you to trust me. I want you to declare these things are coming in. I want you to I want you to aggressively uh, put them in your heart, and that's how I bring things into manifestation. And I want you to agree with me, because if you'll agree with me, then then you two on earth agree. Whatever whatever you agree on, it's going to happen, and I'm going to I'm going to bring it to pass. But I have I don't have any avenue to do it right now. And I just, what do you do? Yes, Lord. Amen. And I said, yes, Lord, I, I surrender. And heirs according to this, uh, if you're Christ, how many of you are Christ? Galatians 3.29, then you're, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. What promise? This one. Genesis 12, uh, verse 1 and 2. Now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from your family, from your father's house to a land that I will show you I'll make you a great nation. I will bless you. Everybody say, I'll bless you. And I'll make your name great, and you'll be a blessing. Everybody say, here's the, the promise. I, I, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I will bless you that you can be a blessing. Say, so he'll bless me that I can be a to be a blessing. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Okay, see, this is true prosperity. If, 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 you're, if you're, your understanding of prosperity ends with you, you're a selfish human being. But here he says, and, and we're Abraham's seed. If you're Christ, you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to this promise. What's the promise? I'm blessed to be a blessing. Come on, to another dimension of grace. All grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency in all things. What, is, what does sufficient mean? Enough. That would mean having your needs met, right? How many of you know what is enough to meet your needs in your family financially? Every month you know what it is. How many? Well, you know what it is because have, have you ever had any, any month left over at the end of your money? You know what that's like. And so you know what enough is. And so he said, look, I'm, gonna, I'm, going, to, I'm, I'm going to give you all grace to have enough, right? And then, but he didn't stop there. And that you would always, everybody had a need that you didn't have the finances in your bank account to pay for. And you were believing God for. Anybody ever been there? All right, somebody tell me how much that was. 13000 All right, someone else, lift your hand. 800 Was that 800 Okay, 13800 Twenty what? Twenty thousand. All right. Okay. Let me ask. Let me just see how well that Pastor Shannon's taught his people here. All right. How for us to pray for just enough? You look. Is it? Is it? Is biblical? Is biblical prosperity? Well, I'll just be satisfied, Lord, just to have enough. You don't know what biblical prosperity is. It's enough and extra. Yes? Listen, if you get a hold of this, the devil is going to think twice, come into your house with lack again. Because it's not enough to pray for just, look, you, you, you didn't have 
You didn't have the 13 grand in your hand, did you? You were believing God. You didn't have the 800. You didn't have the 20,000. You were believing God. So what sweat is it off your back to ask God for 26,000 or 1,600 or 40,000 or whatever it is, whatever that you, God put in your heart because he said he's caused you to have an abundance for every good work. What's every good work? Everything that he's put in your heart. And so if you're believe, look, guys, whenever, if you, want, if you want to give the devil a double black eye, whenever, whenever lack comes to you, okay, you let, all right, Mr. Devil, I got news for you. I'm not just believing for my needs because I understand now that biblical prosperity is, is I'm blessed to be a blessing. I have enough and extra, and I'm not just believing for me. I'm believing for others. Guys, when you do this, your days of lack are over. I got news for you. Your days of lack are over. And did Jesus ever face lack? Absolutely. He didn't he didn't he didn't have what what uh he didn't have the, the food to, to feed those five thousand. Right? What did Jesus do when he faced lack? What did he do? Well, we got five loaves and two fish. Get that out of here. That's not in, that's not, that's not. What did he do? What did Jesus do with what looked like it was, it was sorely inadequate? He, did he curse it? What did he do? He blessed it. He lifted it up to the Lord. Blessed, Father blessed it and gave thanks for it, and then what did God do with that? He multiplied it. What do you and I do when we're believing for 13,000 and, and 3,000 come in? God, you know, I'm, what, what is this? I need 13,000. It's, it's for you to bless. It's for you to give thanks for. It's for you to let God multiply. Guys, this is the way the kingdom operates. It's by faith. And I'm hearing here that there are things that God's put in your heart that have yet to come to pass because you were like me. I just, I, I didn't have the, the stream of revenue wasn't large enough and I just set it aside. But I, you know, I hear the Lord telling me that there are significant things that he's going to do through Lake Haven Church and, the, and you individually, uh, if you'll just get the faith dust off and start, and, or, the, or the flesh dust off and start believing again what God put in your heart. Um, Pastor Shannon, I, I, you and I haven't discussed this at all, but I just, uh, I hear that the Lord wants to increase the, the influence of your voice. And that, that people in all this region need to hear your voice. Some of them will never come to this church. That's not the issue. But you've, you've got God's heart and you're, you've got his message and people need to hear his voice, your voice, because through your voice they're going to hear his voice. And so I don't know if that means, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's an accident you're dot .tv. I think there's some, there's some media that you've got to get on and possess uh, television, sir. 
And and then and then your church and I don't know because I don't car and I don't know the, you haven't you haven't discussed this with me but I see you uh, I see you networking women's ministries and 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 preaching at large places where uh, where where women are coming where they're where they're being set free and and uh, and then I see this church being a hub or a regional church where you're networking churches and pastors. And it's, look, it's going to take money to do that. And, and what I'm calling, the, as an, this is an example, whatever it is that grace has deposited in your heart, you need to speak that out and declare it. And then God will send the finances. God will send the people. God will send the resources. But it's not going to happen you just sitting on your blessed assurance. Are you hearing me? And, and some of you, I mean, I, I wanted my wife to have a new car paid for. And, and I, wanted, I wanted my daughter, I wanted to buy a new car for her. I wanted to help my friends get their books printed. I, I wanted to help Andrew with his building. There were several things God had put, put in my heart. And guys, in one year's time, one year, one year, all of that came to pass. In one year, I'm not telling you it'll be a year because you, that's part of the problem is, again, we get our eyes on the calendar or the clock. But, I, but I'm telling you guys, um, uh, I, I, I believe uh, Warren and Letty, God is, God's going to download songs. You're going to write songs that are going to be sung all over the people. We're, we're going to sing your songs. Amen. And, and there's also songs of deliverance by the Spirit God's going to give you that, that are going to, that's going to set people free and heal them. And you're going, to have a, you're going to have a move of God where Pastor Shannon doesn't even, pre, doesn't even get to preach because people, people, are, get, our people are getting healed. Amen. Amen? But guys, listen, I'm, I'm telling you what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing. God has a greater, I'm not just coming in and, and saying uh, empty words. God, God wants to increase the influence of, of this church and your ministry individually. If you'll, if you'll just believe it. It's not, about, it's not about, you know, trying to promote ourselves. It's just, God, by your grace, I'm seeking you, Lord, and what, what have you downloaded in my heart? And I'm telling you, in a year's time, all that came to pass. And so it will for you. So it will for you. Look at Romans 8.32, and we've landed. Okay, not up to the terminal yet. You know, this is, uh, my, this is my beautiful bride, Janice, right here. Uh, why don't you stand up, honey? And... And we've got four children, 12 grandchildren. My son, Michael, is Andrew's daily television producer. Where are you at, Michael? Are you back there somewhere? Okay, Michael's back there. Okay, my, God's put it in Michael's heart to serve together with me in ministry, and I, and he, I believe he's, he's fulfilling that. I mean, he's here for the first time with, with me today. And uh, so look, guys, I'm telling you, I, I, all, I'm telling you that the Lord needs he needs your faith to get accomplished 
the, the measure of the gift of Christ that's in you needs to manifest in the earth. And, you know, it's going to mean you've got to believe for more money or you've got to believe for bigger houses. You've got to believe for it. But it's not just about you. Everybody say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I have enough and extra. Okay, see, he said he, he gives you all grace to have all sufficiency in all things and abundance in every good work. What's the every good work? How do you determine what the every good work is? I seek him. And he puts it in my heart. Whatever, what, what's he put in your heart, guys? Yeah, but you know what? I just want it to be God. How could it, how could it be you when you're seeking God and he put the desire in your heart? It is you, but it's the desire he put there. And then you're, well, I just want to make sure it's God. Stop waiting for God to take you by the hand and confirm, you know, with 14 prophetic words. And it, He gave you the desire, man. You need to go for it. If the desire lines up with the word, you need to go for it. Romans 8, 32. Is this okay this morning? He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Look, if he, if he did that, if he gave us salvation and gave us, paid the ultimate price, and he said, look, this is no more difficult. I mean, the, the most difficult thing's already been done. And with Jesus comes every other thing, every other desire that he put in your heart. If we'll just believe him. And I want to close with this. It's called, Take My Son. Will you take my son? A wealthy man and his son loved to collect rare works of art. They had everything in their collection from Picasso to Raphael. They would often sit together and admire the great works of art. When the Vietnam conflict broke out, the son went to war. He was very courageous and died in battle while rescuing another soldier. The father was notified and grieved deeply for his only son. About a month later, just before Christmas, there was a knock at the door and a young man stood at the door with a large package in his hands. He said, Sir, you don't know me but I'm the soldier for whom your son gave his life. He saved many lives that day, and he was carrying me to safety when a bullet struck him in the heart, and he died instantly. He often talked about you and your love for art, and the young man held out this package, and he said, I, I know this isn't much, sir, and I'm not really a great artist, but I think your son would have wanted you to have this. And the father opened the package, and it was a portrait of his son painted by the young man. The father stared in awe at the way the soldier had captured the personality of his son in the painting. The father was so drawn to the eyes that his own eyes welled up with tears. He thanked the young man and offered to pay him for the picture. And he said, no, sir, I could, I could never repay what your son did for me. It's a gift. The father hung the portrait over his mantle. Every time visitors came home, he took them to see the portrait of his son before he showed them any other great works that he had collected. The man died a few months later. There was to be a great auction of his paintings. Many influential people gathered, excited over seeing the great paintings and having an opportunity 
to purchase one for their collection. On the platform sat the painting of the sun. The auctioneer pounded his gavel and said, we'll start the bidding with this picture of the sun. Who will bid for this picture? There was silence. Then a voice in the back said, we want to see the famous painting. Skip this one. But the auctioneer persisted. Will somebody bid for this painting? Who will start the bidding? 100, 200. Another voice shouted angrily, we didn't come to see this painting. We came to see the Van Goghs and Rembrandts. Get on with the real bids. But still the auctioneer continued, the sun, the sun. Who will take the sun? Finally a voice came from the very back of the room and it was a long time gardener, the man and his son. He said, I'll give $10 for the painting. Being a poor man, that was all he could afford. We have $10. Who will bid 20 Give it to him for $10, said the crowd. Let's see the mat. We want to see the masters. They became very angry. They didn't want the picture of the sun. They wanted the more worthy investments for their collection. The auctioneer pounded the gavel. Going once, going twice, sold for $10. A man sitting on the second row shouted, Now let's get on with the collection. The auctioneer laid down the gavel and said, I'm sorry, the auction's over. What about the paintings? I'm sorry. I was called to conduct the, when I was called to conduct this auction, I was told of a secret stipulation in the will. I was not allowed to reveal, reveal that stipulation until now. Only the painting of the sun would be auctioned. Whoever bought this painting would inherit the entire estate, including the paintings. The man who takes a son gets everything. The man who takes the man or woman who takes the son gets it all. And much like the auctioneer, I want to ask you today, the son, the son, who will take the son? The son, the son, who will take the son? With him, the Father freely gives you everything else. Don't be afraid to ask largely because he wants to manifest himself through you. He wants to increase his influence through you. He wants to do more through you. The Lord needs you and I to trust him. Amen? Amen. The Son, the Son, who will take the Son? Amen? How many of you know that you're born again? If you die tonight, you go to heaven. Lift your hand. How many of you are not sure? Put your hands down, please. How many of you are not sure? You know, all these things that I've talked about, financial blessing and increase, it all, it all comes in relationship with Jesus. That's where it starts, guys. It all starts by saying yes to the Son, yielding your life to Him. Uh, you can't fix yourself. You can't clean yourself up but you can yield to him and say, yes, Lord. Amen? Maybe, maybe you've never accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, or maybe you have, but you, you're, you're, you've wandered away from Father's house because maybe you've had, maybe some religious person offended you, uh, maybe, maybe somebody hurt you, abused you, whatever, but, but the Father, his arms and his heart are stretched out still to you today. He's got so much for you. And if you'll just say yes to him, get your eyes off of men, get your eyes on the Lord, 
Guys, you're going to experience a life and an adventure that, is, that can far exceeds anything that you could accomplish on your own. It all comes when we, we, when we receive the Son. Amen? So if that's you, you've either never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or maybe you haven't been fully following the Lord. You've had one foot on the shore, not, not all in. And if you just say, yes, Lord, I'm surrendering to you today, I just want to pray for you right where, right where you are. If that's you, God's speaking to your heart, you know, just lift your hand high. I'm going to agree with you. Any hands up? I see that hand. Anyone else? Okay. All right, let's just all pray this prayer with me, will you? Just say, Father, I thank you for sending your son. Save me, forgive me, to impute righteousness to me, to make me your son, and to give me everything that you have for me as an heir. And I accept that today. I yield to you today. I call you my Lord, Jesus. I'm, I've, I accept the Son in Jesus' name. Amen. Now let me announce to you, if you prayed that prayer and meant it, you are washed clean, white as snow. Man, God's love is there for you. And he's got such an awesome, awesome, awesome future for you. Amen? And if you'll just continue to follow him, guys, I'm telling you, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be powerful. Now, one more thing. How many of you here is God speaking to you were like me when I sat there listening to Jesse Duplantis. There were some things that God had put in my heart, and I I just stopped believing because it was beyond my ability to bring those things to pass. I I told you one year's time all of that came to pass, and now I'm believing for other things that God's put in my heart. How many of you are like that? And you say, uh, Yes, Lord, I'm gonna I'm gonna believe again. If that's you, put your hand up. All right? Why don't you stand up? Let's all stand up together. Put your hand up if, you're belie- if, if God's spoken to you. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Father, I agree in Jesus' name. For every dream, every vision, every word, Father, that you put in their hearts, Lord, you need it to come to pass. You, you, you want to manifest yourself big time through them. And so, Father, I'm agreeing, Father, the finances, the wisdom, the resources, the people, everything they need to pull off what you put in their heart. It's coming to pass. Just say, just say this with me. Lord, I believe all that you put in my heart, you will bring to pass. Enough and extra. I'm blessed to be a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways to us. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect. Yo
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, thank you. We receive that word. We don't let those seeds fall on dry ground. But Lord, we undertake to cultivate them in the deep soil, the, the fertile soil, to water them in, this, in, in, in our heart, Lord. And that we won't let the cares of this world, deceitfulness of riches and desire for other things, choke the word, but it'll bear fruit in our hearts, Lord. We receive those words because that is, that is a word for us individually and for this church. May your will be done in each of our lives, Lord. Each person here is called as a significant, to play a significant role in the body. Father, thank you. We do undertake to take our next steps. Thank you, Lord, that you have equipped us. You have provided more than enough. And Father, we do, we, we repent. We, for, we, we repent for where we have laid things aside and sat down and, 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 and stopped believing, Lord. We receive that word in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Won't you just be seated for a minute as we just, um, as he said, we will, we'd love to uh, receive an offering for um, Pastor Greg and, and, and Janice. We so value them coming, and uh, we absolutely would like to bless them on their way. So, Ushers, won't you come forward? And um, um, if, if, you are, if you are ready to receive them, if you, if you uh, would like to give online, please do just do that. We will make sure it gets to Janice and Greg too. So um, if you don't have cash or a check with you and you would, would like to bless them, then you can just go to the, our website, lakehaven.tv, and, and you'll be able to, to give there. Just There's a no place to notate it online there. So uh, just do that. Yeah, you can go ahead and send that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for blessing them. We want to make sure they get on their way. And, and don't forget about tonight, 6 p.m., 6 p.m. So the doors will be open. Coffee shop will be open, I think, 5.30. So come, come for a cup of coffee, have an early meal. Or if you like to eat later, then you're welcome to. But, but come, come ready with hearts. Come prepared with hearts ready to receive. Amen. Because we get what we expect. We get what we're ready to receive. Amen. We're so grateful for um, them coming to us. So, amen. I think those just passing through. Well, anything else? Prayer team? Yes. If you have any needs, prayer needs, there are prayer ministers that are more than willing. They are absolutely equipped to pray with you. So um, don't go home. If you feel like you would like prayer or agreement or something uh, that you would like to be prayed with, please come to the front. The rest of you, please be dismissed, and we will see you this evening. We love you guys.